0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Sustainability from Within with your host, Sibeli Salviato. If you've ever asked yourself questions about how to bring about real change in your world and the world of those around you, you're going to love what we have in store for you today and every week. You can empower yourself to be that change agent. Now, here is Savelli Salviato.
1: Hello, here we are in another episode of Sustainability from Within, being the change you want to see in the world. Um, I'm going to invite you to start breathing with me. I keep forgetting about that, so today I'm not forgetting. Uh, Just, you know, if you're there listening, let's just breathe in and allow some peace to come in into the body. And breathe out, allowing the tensions to be relieved or released in with the air. So every time you feel a lot of tension, you can breathe a little bit. I'll do the same here. <clears throat> okay, so in today's show, um, the idea is to wrap up a little bit of what we've been discussing so far, so that we can ground the concepts, we can um, some clear up some of the things that was... Uh, we said before, and perhaps bringing some examples so things can get a little bit clearer. I know that we are talking about deep stuff and sometimes complicated concepts. So, you know, if you're there listening, if you have doubts, um, please give us a call, email us, don't get shy. We're going to love to... to you know, to answer if we have answers, but we love to, to, to share your doubts as well. You know, if you have doubts, probably many of other people have doubts as well. So you're not alone in there, right? So now <clears throat> I would not like to start in this um, first block reviewing the theme of sustainability, right? The show is called Sustainability from Within. And we started by explaining what sustainability means. And we started by saying that Sustainability in the more traditional concept is the um, development that meets the meet the 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 needs of people now meets our needs currently without compromising the ability to meet the needs of future generations and we also said that well um, we're not being very successful in either or in in either meeting the needs of uh, our current human being people here around the world, the earth, uh, right now, and of course we are still compromising a lot the ability of future generations to meet their own. And I'm talking about not only food, but I'm, I'm talking about uh, you know the the resources. Um, I'm talking about emotional capabilities. I'm talking about everything that uh comp- compose our needs right and we we were talking about uh how long sustainability is being around and we discussed that you know since the beginning of this concept come alive I think that has been 30 years so it's been 30 years that people interested in doing something to change the world um at least 30 years before doing something, are are there working and uh, building concepts and act, you know acting out doing something in the benefit of uh, bringing more um, sustainable approach to things. But environmentalists are there for a hundred years, so it's been a, you know a while that we've been here um, and we see ourselves without even meeting the needs of ourselves nowadays, so what is the reason for that, right? And we brought the concept of uh, separation. We said that the, the, the thing, the, the main or the deep thing that we are uh, living here uh, and that is causing this unsustainable world, if we can call it that way, is our illusion of separation, and I was more interested in calling the attention of those of us that are interested in really um, doing something. Uh, those of us that have this longing, this desire to see a better world, to change the world in some way, to use you know, our lives to affect the world in a positive way. And um, I was calling the attention of all of us. For the fact that our approach to sustainability comes from, or usually, or most of it, I cannot say about everything or everybody, but you know, I'm talking about myself most of the time. But most of us have an approach towards sustainability that comes from the same mindset that produces the unsustainable world, which is this uh, notion, this illusion of separation. And how is that? Sibeli, explain that to me. I don't understand it. I don't get it. I am, you know, I am a consultant. I am a a sustainability uh, manager. I have good intention. I do a lot of good stuff. What are you talking about? Right? What is that that you're talking about, separation? So I'm talking about that notion that we are better. Right? And you can breathe again there. Because there are many instances in which we think that we are better than other people. And I noticed myself when I was a consultant, and I'm still a consultant, I'm I'm noticing myself many times approaching the other, um, be the other the client or any other, with this sense of I am better because I am fighting for the good or something like that. And this notion of being better than or worse than is already an indication of separation. There is, um, there is something there in us that says we have to change that other person because that other person is wrong. Apart from that, sometimes there, there are emotions, right? We see something that is, um, you know, offensive to our eyes. We see somebody throwing garbage in the beach and we get mad. We sometimes get really mad. I can also remember myself going to the beach and, you know, having in my mind very bad words against those people, you know, those people that are, you know, they are big, they are this, they are that. And uh, just feeling myself better than then with a lot of judgments. Why this is? Why this is not effective? Why if I approach the sustainability um, concept or how? What happens if I approach uh, any action towards sustainability from this separation illusion? Is not effective. Why? Not, why am? Why am I talking about that? Why is that relevant in any way? Well, it is relevant because the solutions that I bring are solutions that are not innovative. They are not changing really anything. They are trying to force the other to do differently. And when I do that, normally the other get defensive. It's not that they will say, oh, yes, you were right, I'm wrong. And then I'm, um, you know, they will abide to whatever you were saying. If it was that easy, maybe we're not in that, you know, situation nowadays. It is not that easy because sometimes people are in different stages of development, and this is not bad or good. This is just different, you know. And I'm, I'll bring that concept again. We talked about that. So, but if if people are in different stages of consciousness, sometimes. We are using a language that the other cannot understand. We are not being effective because we are judging them. We are attacking. And when we are, we are attacking, even if it's not conscious for the other person, the other person will defend. Defend def, defense means I'll put a block in myself. I'm not listening to you anymore. I'm not here present to you anymore. So solutions that come from this place where we attack or we have feelings, emotions against the other, they cannot, be, they cannot be sustainable. You know, they will have an end sooner or later because the other person is submitting to you. If they are agreeing with you what you're saying, not truly, they are submitting. And sooner or later, they'll get resentful against you. And if they didn't if they didn't have this connection, if they are as separate as you from the whole, so they will not feel the harm that they're they uh, you know doing to the environment, as you were not feeling what this person is f- feeling. So the, impor- the, the important of, the importance of us uh, understand why this illusion of separation that permeates everything that we are actually is what is in the bottom of our unsustainable world, is that if we have this in mind, maybe we can try other approaches. Maybe we can breathe in and try to be more present to the other person. What am I talking about now? (laughs) Right? So I'm talking about the other um, uh, aspect or the sustainable aspect, being... The state of union, state of unity, something that we might also desire in our heart without even knowing that. So when we are talking about that, we bring sustainability to another level of concept. And we are saying that being sustainable means to be aligned with a higher source of information to be aligned with a plan or a dimension or a, a consciousness of unity in which we are not separated anymore. And if we are able to connect with this higher source of information or this level of consciousness, maybe we can be informed and we can be guided to solutions that include those other that we blame for you know, whatever we blamed them for. And when we include, we give them, we, we open to the ability to give them or for them to give themselves that that they need. And if they do that, they don't need to harm anybody else anymore and, and, and they will be together and we are going to be together. You know, and those solutions that that bring people t- together, that unify, that include, they are much more sustainable than the ones that exclude, right? Um, there are many examples that we can see out there um, of how this this can happen. So every time we separate ourselves from the other, um, we say, you know, we are Americans. I'm not, but let's say we are Americans and, you know, whoever other nations is inferior or, you know, like cannot accept their culture, we are prompt to fight. We, you know, we we create hostility. And when we create hostility, we are creating an unsustainable world for for ourselves, right? Um, If we... uh, and you know, and we are we are seeing this. Um, I'm bringing this example. I think because it's something alive in my mind. Watching how we are step by step going into you know a big war in the world. Maybe you know who knows. But the situation is becoming tough in in the Middle East. And you know, in the base of it is that people think they are different and they are fighting for their difference. <laughs> you know, so. <clears throat> That's how we create the unsustainab- unsustainable world. And if we can just change our mindset, maybe we can do different. But then we come to another concept. I also said before that, well, if we are change agents and all of us are, you know, in some dimension, m- maybe the, the, the path for us is to question our mindset. If it's true what Einstein have said, that a problem cannot be solved by the same mindset that created it, maybe we are the ones responsible to change our mindset. How do we do that? How do we change our mindsets? One of the things that we do is we observe our mindsets. We notice what goes on in our minds and also what goes on in our emotions. Right? We we. Uh, we uh, observe to understand, you know, what I'm saying. Oh, you were saying that you were feeling superior. I don't feel superior. Really? So when we start to observe ourselves, we're going to notice that in many times we feel superior. And in many times we feel inferior as well, because both are the same, you know, right? We cannot accept that we are just different. We we bring some emotions. And... Um, and this brings to what maybe uh, we can find of things that we are together, right? When you, when you look uh, to the war there, you notice that both sides share fear and hatred. And they are absolutely equal in their feelings. And behind those feelings, probably there are needs that are also the same. They just don't know it. Right, and if you bring it to your own example, the other day I was talking um, to somebody about this um, this lady in Kentucky that don't want to, you know, perform gay marriage, and this person was mad. She was mad at her. How how can she do that? You know, what kind of person would do that? And you know, we were just talking that the same the same emotion that uh, you know this person against the Kentucky lady was bringing was an emotion, Uh, first was rage, of course, but then there was some fear, you know, um, fear of their power, fear of being powerless, uh, you know, beyond the the reality of the world. And there's the same lady there. She also is in fear, right? When she cannot include... um, you know, people when she cannot abide even to the law because her concept of God is so strict, she's also in fear of what can happen to her and the the ones that she loves if she goes against God's law, right? And in this place, we are the same. In this place, we have fear. We are more connected here. And if we can connect with, you know, the ones that we blame for anything from this place where we have some commonalities, maybe we can find ways to deal with it that are more sustainable, right? In this particular case, the way that, you know, I saw some of us trying to deal with it was through rage and blaming her and, you know, saying bad words and treating her bad. All of that, we... With all of that, we put our rage outside. We don't, you know, manage it. We don't own it. And also we strengthen her in her own defenses. And she gets more defense and she gets more righteous with that. So we're not creating any change. We're not really transforming anything. We are just outpouring our rage, you know, in both sides and the fear as well. So... So this is the connection of separation and sustainability, right? And how we can, (coughs) I'm sorry, look to ourselves as, you know, part of this illusion of separation, what we called duality. Part of this world of duality, which is our reality, and we can be more conscious of how we can uh, tap into different uh, mindsets. How can we tap into different consciousness so that we can bring up concepts that are more um, that are more uh, unified? They're more from another level of consciousness, right? Well, we have to do a break right now, and um, so after the break, we're gonna go again to the concepts of. I'm talking about this higher consciousness and tap into unity. What is that about? And, and so I'll bring some of Ken Wilber's concepts again for us to explore, and bring some examples of that. Okay, keep tuned, and we come back soon. <laughs>
0: Your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. As a pathwork helper and a professional integral coach, Sibeli will help deepen your knowledge about yourself and support you in your journey towards self acceptance and self love. She does this by exploring and applying the teachings of the Pathwork Guide a profound philosophy based on self-responsibility and truthfulness and framing it into the broad and inspiring integral theory from Ken Wilber. Visit SibeliSalviato.com to find out more. Your first consultation is free of charge. That's SibeliSalviato.com. As a Pathwork Helper and a professional integral coach, Sibeli will help deepen your knowledge about yourself and support you in your journey toward self-acceptance and self-love. She does this by exploring and applying the teachings of the Pathwork Guide, a profound philosophy based on self-responsibility and truthfulness, and framing it into the broad and inspiring integral theory from Ken Wilber. Visit Sibelisalviato.com to find out more. Your first consultation is free of charge. That's C-I-B-E-L-E-S-A-L-V-I-A-T-T-O.com. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Sustainability from Within with Sibeli Salviato. To reach the show today, please call 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. If you'd rather send an email, Sibeli can be reached at SibeliSalviato at me.com. Now,
1: back to Sustainability from Within. Hello, and we are back to Sustainability from Within. I'm Sibeli Salviato. If you want to know more about me, more about my work, you can check on my website. It's my name, Sibeli Salviato, which is C-I-B-E-L-E-S-A-L-V-I-A-T-T-O. Right there, you can find some information about Pathwork, about the Integral Coaching, um, and about other stuff, Right. Um, so we were talking about <clears throat> sustainability and we are revising a little bit of the concepts and hopefully bringing some examples that, uh, can make it a little bit more clear for everyone that is listening. And, uh, we were talking before that sustainability, uh, in a more broader, uh, concept or, um, Way of saying it is this ability of connecting with a higher source, or maybe a higher state of development, and from that source, be guided to solutions, to act out, or whatever is uh, needed from us. Right? It's um, remember Fernando, Doctor Fernando Bignar, saying that sustainability is to be in service of this higher source and be aligned with it, so that we can achieve our life purpose, we live our life purpose, and from that aspect, we are being more sustainable first with ourselves, we learn how to treat ourselves, we learn the foods that are better to our bodies, we learn the things that we really need that are not connected with, you know, buying stuff and really connected to other real needs that we have, and from that perspective... We are already living a more sustainable life from ourselves and the ones that we love, and from this point, we can uh, conceive ideas and solutions for f- uh, for whatever uh, unsustainable issue we are facing um, that are that is more sustainable in the sense that it's really more connected with higher intelligence. You know, not not only f- from our ego, so to speak. So. So, we're saying, you know, we're talking about separation and the world of duality, and we are saying that sustainability is the ability to envision, at least, to be in tapping to something that is more near to unity, right? Unity is this state of consciousness, of no separation. It is very difficult to grasp, but I remember that I, we brought some exercises when we, you know, when we connect to something that we are very grateful for. When we breathe in, when we come back to the present moment and we connect with the things that made us happy in life and the things that we are really grateful for, at that moment we we have a sense of opening of our hearts and that's the sense of unity, you know, a sense of opening of our hearts us this is near let's say like that of, a, of a, a, a unity consciousness, right. So we all have a here and there some experiences of what it is to being on it. Maybe we have experienced um, forgiveness. you know Maybe we have experienced this complete forgiveness of some somebody that have harmed us or we have experienced being completely forgiven by ourselves when we, harmed uh, somebody and also in this place we tap into this more broader sense of unity right but bring it to our minds this sense of unity um comes together with Ken Wilber's way of putting that in uh in in the sense of stages of development right because um and, you know I just want to um say that again you know Ken Wilber's work is I don't know it's really important and it it really matters to me because I'm curious um about you know what other ph- philosophies is saying are saying and uh, of course I don't have a you know if I it's a lot to study and go deeper and see what this, the message of this. You know those philosophies and religions and and psychological aspects. You know what are they saying about us, and and can we bring bring us to uh, bring that to us? And and he says that what they are saying is that the path of evolution goes to goes from a, an egocentric point of. Of you, an egocentric mindset to a world-centric, or maybe a global-centric, or you know, being-centric, or being in the sense of all all of us-centric. So it it points us that to the path that evolution goes to this unity state. You know, if, to be more evolved, quote unquote, means to be at easy with the differences and. Uh, be more inclusive you know so uh so to be more sustainable also means to go through this past and observe where we are not that you know un- un- unified that when we are not that um evolved last like that right and uh, and also, you know, another uh, piece of in this puzzle. We say that we are building a puzzle. It's still a little bit scary. Scary in the puzzle. But we, when we we bring another piece of to, uh, to this puzzle, is that not only you know you observe uh, outside the nature, the, the many aspects outside of us. G- goes through this same path, you know uh, born into an infant and def- more defenseless um, way of being, needing protection, needing protection, needing you know uh, basic um, things to survive and expanding and, and including, right? we human beings we as society so this movement is a natural movement and as the same way of those things that we see outside of ourselves and in ourselves in, in, in um, as a hum- as human beings we can also see this pattern in in um, In other small things, or not really small, but in other dimensions, like in the dimensions of emotions, in the dimensions of our intelligence, in the dimensions of our uh, uh, relationship with other people, in the dimension of our our morals, uh, in our bodies, in the energy of our bodies. So everything is moving and everything is following a path of development like that. So sometimes we find ourselves in having emotions and having some uh, reactions that are very early in the stages of development. You know, they're there, hidden, in our unconscious, and, and and they manifest as some as you know an emotion that is self-centered, worried about its own life, worried about its uh, its survival. So. Um, so it is in the in the base of evolvement, and it's our responsibility to bring it to a more evolved uh, stage, or at least to be, to be responsible for it, whatever it is. Because if you know, st- children around, or when we are in the infants, we need somebody to take care of us. So if we find those emotions in in a more infant infant state of development ourselves, it's our responsibility to take care of them, right? So so now you're talking about this um, those stages of development that will help us to 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 do this path from the duality to to unity just remembering right I'm just sad that Ken we was talking about um, getting from an egocentric perspective go to an ethnocentric perspective and a world centric perspective and um, this means, you know, in the, in the egocentric perspective, all that is important is you and your survival. Uh, and then you go to an ethnocentric perspective and we are able to include our family, friends, and maybe countries and maybe religions, you know, maybe um, our club, <laughs> let's say like that. And we keep the rest of us very separated and then we evolved to a more world centric, and you know I w- would like to explain expand it to you know maybe um, I don't know. World centric seems small to maybe maybe universal centric. You know because world centric maybe we are we are having the extraterrestrial people if they exist outside our club as well. So we are we're still in separation. So um, what is it, what is the importance of bringing? that to our sustainability again, right? I think it's good for us to remember. Just because if we, you know, if we can observe ourselves, if we are interested in really changing the world, we, you know, could be invited or I'm inviting you to self-question yourself and look for those aspects in you. And I'm doing that with myself. In which you are behind in the path of evolution. How do we know that? Also, Dr. Fernando Bignardi brought us um, a tip for that. How do we? How do we know? How do we question ourselves? Okay, we question ourselves. How do I know that I have aspects in myself that are not involved, that needs to be involved, that is, that are in infancy um, stage of development? Well, one of the things that I can observe is my emotion. Dr. Fernando brought a very beautiful concept for us to use, which is a difference between emotion and feelings. And what he brought to us is that when we feel emotion, emotion like a, a, you know irritation, frustration, madness, you know, we're angry at somebody, or we are, I don't know, uh, envious. <laughs> So, there are many emotions out there. But when we feel ourselves um, having an emotional reaction, and you know, when you you are having that because your heart is beating faster, maybe your hands are sweating, maybe you really want to get physical and, you know, harm the other person or whatever, you know. When you feel like that, um, what is happening physically to you is that you are not in the present moment anymore. You are unconsciously remembering and having a reaction to some something that is there in your mind, the person or the thing that is that is irritating you. It's just a projection of something that you cannot see in yourself, I, your shadows. That's the that the word that Doctor Fernando uh, used. He said, "Well, when there are aspects in ourselves that we are unable to see, um, because." We don't like them. We project into others and life brings brings them to us for us to look. And when it happens, we have an emotional reaction. We are saying, oh no, I don't want to see that. <laughs> I don't want to see that in myself. You know, get it out of my, my front. So this is a beautiful indication that there is something there for you to look at. And I remember that I brought an example of myself, right? Having a conversation with my family that I, you know, my brother asked me, Why are you raising your voice? Yeah, why am I raising my voice? So these are things for you to look at. Why are you raising your voice? Maybe because you're seeing the other something that you don't like in yourself and you are not aware of. And this very thing that you don't like in yourself, maybe is something, an idea, an emotion, a moral aspect something that is locked in the a, in a, um, lower stages of development. And it's fighting for its own survival inside of you. I know that it seems a little blurred, but I promise that this is going to be very clear on the path of our many shows ahead of us. Um, but there is something that is very clear now that you can track your emotions and and, and know where... You know, and look for where this, those emotions are, are taking you. Mm. And when Dr. Fernando brought the difference from emotions and uh, feelings, he was saying that feelings, sometimes, you know, when you follow your feelings, your sadness, your love, your, um, I don't know, um, are many feelings that I don't remember. I have to have a list with me here. But well, I can tell you about a feeling that is very present in my heart right now, that is a pain, right? A pain of a loss. So if we don't put any obstacle for us to feel our feelings, if we don't defend ourselves to feel whatever is here present, this can take us to uh, some real needs, real needs that we have and then maybe we can take care of it, of them because when we don't take care of our needs we get frustrated, we go to our emotion and we find reasons outside of us to be frustrated and 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 uh, justify the emotions that we are having and probably most of it is just a need that is in our heart that we are not paying attention to so when I connect to my heart sometimes, right? Right? And I, I look to a picture of my brother, or I, or I remember some of our moments, I feel the sadness in my heart. And I notice that sometimes I have the impulse of not having, not, not, not allowing this happen because it is painful. Yes, it is painful. However, if I, I allow this feeling to, to f- fully be felt in, in myself, if I allow myself to feel my pain, you know, sometimes I go deep and, and I, I, I know I, I need something. I need a hug. I need my husband to listen to me a little bit and I can ask. I cannot force him to do anything, but I can ask. Sometimes we imagine that people could do something for us, but we never ask. We are too proudful to ask, right? I, I've been there as well. So, you know, whatever the feelings you are having, if you allow them, to be present in your body, to be present to you. Maybe they can guide you to deeper levels of your real needs. And when you are connected with your real needs, you can do something to satisfy them. And if they are real, believe me, it's not buying a shoe or buying a new, you know, a new dress. The real need is connected to something else. And this something else is much more sustainable right so so we are learning that the path to unity um, requires us also to be more present to be more present to ourselves to be more present to what we are feeling to be less defended from what from you know the the feelings that we have sometimes we are very fearful about the feelings we don't want to feel them we don't want to feel the pain but if we uh, allow ourselves to be present to the feelings, this may guide us to a deeper level, and this is more sustainable, right? We can discover, for example, the needs for work that we have, what we want to do in our lives, and then we can change that from that, from from you know this bottle and um, be more effective in our acting out in the world. So. Um, so then, you know, sustainability has, has to do with self-knowledge. <laughs> we cannot uh, put things apart. We need to know ourselves better. We need to use our emotions. We need to use our feelings. And we need to track down everything that is in us that is locked in uh, lower stages of development. And, and you know, help in, embrace it and help uh, all of our aspects to grow to a more mature state of development, right? Again, just to clarify, when I say lower or higher or less development or more development, there is no judgment implied in there. A a child is not to blame to be a child. A baby, you you don't blame a baby because the baby is a baby. So it's not bad to be a baby. However, when you were grown up and you have Babies inside of you, behaving as babies. It's your responsibility to take care of that, instead of putting out in the world and blaming the others for whatever is going on. So that's what sustainability is about, again. And wow, time flies, (laughs) or I'm talking too much. Both of them. So we have to 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 um, break for another. We have to stop for another break. And next next block, um, I'll bring the last two uh, about the sustainability concept that we've been discussing so far. We're going to be talking about meditation and breathing again and we're going to talk about next show. We have a very special thing happening next show so keep tuned and uh, we'll come back soon.
0: Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. As a Pathwork Helper and a professional integral coach, Sibeli will help deepen your knowledge about yourself and support you in your journey toward self-acceptance and self-love. She does this by exploring and applying the teachings of the Pathwork Guide, a profound philosophy based on self-responsibility and truthfulness, and framing it into the broad and inspiring integral theory from Ken Wilber. Visit Sibelisalviato.com to find out more. Your first consultation is free of charge. That's Sibelisalviato.com. As a Pathwork Helper and a professional integral coach, Sibeli will help deepen your knowledge about yourself and support you in your journey toward self-acceptance and self-love. She does this by exploring and applying the teachings of the Pathwork Guide a profound philosophy based on self-responsibility and truthfulness and framing it into the broad and inspiring integral theory from Ken Wilber. Visit Sibelisalviato.com to find out more. Your first consultation is free of charge. That's C-I-B-E-L-E-S-A-L-V-I-A-T-T-O.com.
1: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
0: You are listening to Sustainability From Within with Sibeli Salviato. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, Sibeli can be reached at SibeliSalviato at me.com. Now, back to Sustainability From Within.
1: And we're back for the last block for the show today. I hope you have followed through since the beginning. And um, if you don't, you can re. Um, this show is recorded, so you can uh, listen to that again. In the beginning, we have um, passed through again the concept of sustainability and the concept of separation. Why, you know, separation and sustainability are connected, and how can we, you know. Um, transform ourselves and notice ourselves uh, um, as, a sup- as you know, in the illusion of separation and going towards um, more unity level of um, state of consciousness so that we can have a more sustainable world, right? And um, I was um, talking uh, about, um, I, I told that in this block we're going to talk about meditation and breathing. And I, I just wanted to, to remember that you know, dr. being was talking about the presence how presence is important how you know breathing brings us to the present moment so sometimes we are having this emotional reaction and we know now in our minds that if I have a, if I'm having an emotional reaction maybe I'm not in the present I'm reacting to some image to something that happened in my past I'm happening I'm uh, reacting to something locked in my emotions Um... So I'm not in the present. How to be in the present moment? And breathing is a a powerful tool to bring us back to here and now, right? And Dr. Binyarji told us about the diaphragmatic um, breathing, which is in four uh, steps or four times, let's say like that, which is inhaling, holding, and exhaling, holding with empty lungs and when we are able to do that uh, and we you know we can smooth ourselves our defenses and we come back to the present we can notice how our body is doing we can be more connected with our um, needs let's say like that right so I want to tell you a story, uh, a real story about that, because maybe it can um, make it clear why uh, why is this all connect, connected to sustainability, right? So I was a consultant in a um, big corporation in Brazil. I was uh, an independent consultant and I had many clients. Most of them were big corporations, the ones that had problems with environmental and and social issues. And one of them hired me to do what they call um, engagement with community engagement with a stakeholder. But in that case, community was a very troublesome stakeholder. You know, the community around was very mad with the company for many reasons. I'm not bringing uh, details about it, but the, the you know, um, they were really mad at the company and some of them were getting... Um, uh, aggressive, um, they would invade some of the company's lands, and um, with you know, sometimes they would invade. Um, they would create you know armies to invade the company's lands, and they would be armed, armed with guns. You know, so the the, the problems there were really serious. And as part of my work, I would train the internal team, the team of people that would connect with the community somehow, right? Train them so that they can connect with this community from a different place. And breathing, of course, was a very um, uh, present tool for our training uh, groups we we trained everybody to breathe and come back to the present and notice that emotion and um, you know from that point look to the other person as not as separate see you know uh, that it's not personal or the person is coming to you doing whatever is creating your emotional reaction the person is not doing for that purpose exactly you know your emotional reaction is yours and all of that that we are talking about and and uh, one day I uh, crossed with this uh, guy in a, in a corridor after our trainings. We have passed this trainings for a while, and he he told me, "Sibel, I need to tell you something." And um, just up as a parenthesis, I wanna tell this guy was an ex-military guy. He was uh, hired probably because of that. He were tough, you know. He he were used to wars. He was he were he uh, was used to to fight for whatever he had to in, in his own ways of dealing with the invasions that the company were facing before were really um, aggressive as well. So this guy crossed me in the, in the corridor and he said me, has said to me, somebody last week or... So we had a very um, terrible invasion in our land. Lots of people, like, uh, I don't remember now the numbers, but you know, from 50 to 100 people, Came, they were armed. They were very aggressive. They were mad. And I was there with an employee, just the two of us, to take care of that situation. And our goal was to, to free the land. And, and that guy, you know, the guy that was lead, leading that, um, that revolution, let's say like that, he approached me with a gun in his hand and, you know, almost put his nose in my own nose. And he was yelling and he was really mad. And at that time, I remember our training, and I start to breathe. And I remember to ground my body. And I got a little bit relaxed because I was really mad. I was, you know, I, I, I thought I was, a, you know, I a, a, a hit him somehow, and this would be a nightmare. I could have died. So I start to breathe, and I remember, you know, he, this guy in front of me, he's in fear, that's why he's so mad. And I remembered... You know, all of that. And I started to talk to him from another place. I don't remember the the words I used, but I started to talk to him from another place. And half an hour later, he put his gun down and he decided to leave with his fleet, with, you know, his companions. And me and my employee were, you know, quiet just seeing the happening, that happening, that they left. Peacefully, that we agreed to talk about that in a more c- civilization civilized way, I guess, in the future. And you know, we had some agreements, but the crucial point was me talking to him from another place. And then we entered in the car, and this employee of me looked at me and said, "Wow, you know, I'm so proud of you. I, if you know, if I don't know what happened to you, but if you were the one." that I knew before, I don't know, I think we were going to be dead right now. Because approaching the situation with aggra- aggressiveness would kill us. So this is what I'm talking about, sustainability, right? The, capa- the, ca- the capability of really using these tools when you, were, when you need it and see the difference in the results that you can have in your life, right? In this case... There are there were many other examples in which this team of people that were trained inside the company were able to really engage in profound dialogues with the community you know and build together things that are that were important for both both of them in, in mailing to the community and that was the, the weak size let's say love that of the of this uh, conversation so it was really um, you know, not that I got proud of my work but it was really beautiful to see this example it was a a beautiful example in place of how this that we're talking about uh, about separation about you know getting out of separation through some of you know small tools that we can have to tap into a higher uh, source of information and how this really um, brings us more sustainable results right so uh, that was one of the things that I, I, you know, would like to share with you. If I am lucky, I will remember m- many more on the course of our uh, shows uh, in front of us. Um, but the other aspect that we have discussed, and um, and Doctor Fernando also brought that in his uh, in his show two weeks ago. Uh, you know, when we asked, when I asked him, you know, what would be the the um, Um, the tip that you can give us, you know, he said, meditate, (laughs) meditate every day, find ways to really um, bring ourselves to a more relaxed state and, you know, you can observe your mind and all of that. And one of the meditations that we have discussed here is what the Pathwork Guide um brings in terms of meditation and I have shared with you how important um this specific meditation is still for me because by you know observing myself and I notice the 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 path is as following you know I observe myself I notice whenever I have my emotional reactions uh, I don't blame myself I just get there and I look at it and say oh this is you know there is a child in here in me uh, acting out something what is this child needing you know, what is happening here uh, maybe I have the illusion that everybody needs to agree with me so I I can exist or so I can feel loved or I I need that somebody do what I'm saying so I feel important because there are a place of me in which I don't feel important at all. So I use those um, observations as the concept of meditation. Remember, uh, if you were not there to listen, I invite you to to listen because a more complete explanation on all of of that is in the last show called Meditation uh, as a creative force i guess and um and i use that as a concept right and there is the concept uh and then i imprint this concept in my bodies and my my subtle bodies and then i visualize myself having what i'm meditating about already accomplishing something and then finally i let go i, sur- I surrender and i believe that this is already it so if I conclude in my observations that one of the things that I need to do is to believe that I don't, I don't need everybody to agree with me so I, I can feel loved. I can, be, I can feel loved without that. I can meditate on that. And I can bring this concept, you know, that I really want to believe that I am loved, even if people don't agree with me. And then I can imprint this, and then I can visualize me feeling loved, even if people are not agreeing with me. And then I just believe that this is so right now. Uh, And by doing that, I'm slowly but surely, I'm changing that. I'm transforming those aspects in myself. I'm bringing this aspect that is in an infant to a more evolved um, stage of development, and I am less susceptible to react emotionally with that again, you know, if I practice my meditation. So that's more or less how we can make sense of what we have said so far, you know, in these four uh, first shows. And now I want to, you know, invite you to come to the next show because in the next show we're going to have a, a beautiful guest. Her name is Isabel Himanoxi, Himanoxi and she's a friend of mine. Um, she also lives here in Miami, and she's an author of a book called "Big Bang um, Being," among others. She has other books, but this one specifically is an exploration of the sustainability mindsets of sixteen. Leaders of big and small corporations that have some actions towards sustainability. So we're gonna change a little bit the track of the course of our, you know, our uh, speech so far, and we're gonna bring more concrete um, elements of what it is to be to do how how it is to develop a sustainable uh, sustainable mindset. What it implies from this perspective uh, of Isabel. So keep tuned, come on in, bring your questions, the show will be live um, she's a very nice person with lots of um, knowledge she uh, also teaches in university so you're going to like her, her um, mindset you're going to like the way that she will speak about all of that as well so that's it I appreciate you being here um, listening to that and um, thank you very much I hope you have enjoyed saying your questions, whatever you have. And, you know, come back next Tuesday that we're going to have a very special show for you. Thank you very much. Namaste.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Sustainability From Within. Please join your host, Sibeli Salviato, next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until the next program, have an amazing week filled with the life you want to lead.